Hello, hello. Just kidding. I'm not going to do that again. I know you guys didn't like it. You loved it, you freaks. Where you're, <laughs> you're normally used to hearing, maybe don't. Well, today, <laughs> you're going to hear, maybe don't. But where we answer your questions. The room is electric right Ooh. now. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hi. Um, Kevin. I'm in London right You're now. You're in London technically. right now. Technically speaking. Right now, I'm actually just sitting across from you song. But right. by the time this comes out, I'm gone, baby. Schrodinger's baby, Kevin. Baby, I'm gone, baby. <laughs> that was the full title. And they changed it to gone, girl. Yeah. Well, it was baby, I'm gone, baby. Yeah. And then it was gone, baby. Right. And then it was And gone, then for girl. a brief second, it was baby, gone, baby with Neil Patrick Harris because he wanted his name in the title. NPH, a legend. Yeah. Um, Kevin. Are you looking forward to your vacation? I am. It's well deserved. I'm gonna salute when I do it. Is there a certain You've now landed? Bing! That's the sound my fingers make when they hit my forehead after a good salute. <laughs> a good salute. Is there a what? Do you have any? <laughs> do you have any uh, places that you you know you want to visit? Um, I have absolutely, and it sounds like I'm exaggerating. I'm yeah. not. I have absolutely no idea what yeah. I'm doing. I'm going to show up. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. Good day. Is that Australian? Yeah. It might be. Um, hola. Is that London? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I I have zero plans. Yeah. Zero plans. That's perfect. Yeah. That's, you know, I think a lot of times as a kid, you kind of just want to do whatever the opposite of your parents. Mm -hmm. And my parents, especially my dad, Took a lot of pride in having like a seven-page document that <laughs> that showed like hour by hour everything we right. were going to do. And so I think I overreacted mm -hmm. as I go on my own vacations and just say zero plan. Right. Which I think will eventually come back and bite me. I think that that's like, I don't know. That sounds pretty good to me. I'm more of a let me wake up and and decide. Right. Uh, and I'm vacations. more of a what dream, are you? dream, what are you? dream, dream, dream. And your dreams decide before you wake up. Decide. <laughs> that how cool would that be if you decided what you are going to do during your dreams? That'd be incredible. That's the future of dreaming. Yeah. Huh, that's a dream I'd sign up for. Uh. Our first question comes from <laughs> Ryan. Uh, he says, and I was going to bring Ryan, just so you know, I was going to bring this up in our previous episode mm -hmm. because, um, well, let me read it. Hi, I love the podcast and I think you guys are doing a great job. Thank you. I was going to hit the merch table at one of the last CBB live shows <laughs> to, tell Kevin, to tell Kevin how much I enjoy what you two are doing, but yeah. I bailed last minute. Laughing because of solidarity. Yes. Yeah. As I went back to my seat, I thought you both might be uniquely able to appreciate that I backed out on offering Kevin a compliment yes. because of dreading whatever awkward empty words would have come through either of us either of us after that. Yes. You're agreeing. Stop you song. I'm here's what I'm saying. Oh. You should have come up and said it. Um here, let's let's role play. You can okay. be Ryan and then I'll be me. And Ryan, I just want to show you how low the stakes actually were. So who's like the head principal in this role play? Oh just compliment me. Hi, Kevin. Hi, what's your name? I've been such a bad comedy podcast fan. <laughs> okay, put your pants back up. You're bending over. Um, 
You are you are derailing what I was trying to do. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Am I am I approaching? You're a you? podcast fan, and okay. you're going to say a nice thing. And I just want to show Ryan yeah, how yeah. low the stakes were. Hey, uh, I I mean, so hi. How are you? Um, I really like the show. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, that's so nice of you. <laughs> See, Ryan, it would have been that easy. Well, here's my thing. Yeah. And I'm sorry for derailing. I really am. Apology accepted. I've got a weird energy right now. choo-choo. We're off the rails. (laughs) I will say that if you ever, like, tweet at me, or both of us, being like, hey, I was too nervous to say something, but I just wanted to tell you I like the show, that warms my heart as well. So either is fine. That's true. Okay, yeah. you're right. I am kind of dunking on his ass. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, consider your ass dunked, brah. Uh, when in reality, all this person is trying to do is say great Compliment. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> thank I you appreciate so much. it. And he says, anyway, my question is this. Mm-hmm. Has it occurred to either of you or to any other listeners that maybe don't is the diametric opposite podcast of John Gabris's new G- <laughs> Gino Lombardo show? Um, thank you both for being genuine. It's definitely, it's something I definitely need in my podcast diet, considering all the bullshit I listen to. Thank you. Now, Ryan, I've thought about this because uh-huh. I have listened to the Gino Lombardo show. Yes. I was, I was in the early recordings, giggling in the booth, blown away by how funny it was. Not blown away. Oh, pleasantly, not pleasantly surprised. I just freaking love this shit. This is all just a freaking humble brag. I love Gabriel so much. It is a humble brag. Mm-hmm. And then I pitched all these ideas that they totally loved. Um, no, I, I'm just saying I love the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Now, at first, I thought it was a compliment. The diametric, yes, because Gabrus has, you know. Well, Gabrus is confident. He's so confident. Funny. He's so funny, yeah. And so in that sense, we are the opposite. And that's when it started to shift. I was like, oh, yeah, he's a pretty loud, confident dude. And, um, yeah, and it's a totally different show. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a second. He's a very funny guy. And yeah. he has a lot of guests on the podcast. Oh, several, you're right. He has several guests. Mm-hmm. And it's the two things you can't say. You can't say there's no guest. Right. And you can't say it's not funny. Well, Kevin, can we role play for a little? Sure. Okay, you be. Ah! Okay. I'm role playing freaking you song style. Evidently. Okay, well, sometimes being shown a mirror to who, what you've been doing can hurt. Yeah. I can also tell you that you were wrong. So I'm sorry. Okay, so what's the role play? Okay, you are our uh, guest. Like yeah. a comedy person. Yeah. And I'm trying to get you for maybe you don't. Okay? Okay. Hey, do you, do, do you have a sec? Sure, what's up? Um, You know, like how Kevin and I, Kevin from Earwolf and I do a show together? Oh, yeah, Chef Kevin or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, now he he's- He really milked that. Well, well, I think and it was- And now it's like Chevin? No, 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 but now he's senior producer, Kevin. Senior of what? Look, this is besides the point. I wanted to know mm-hmm. if you wanted to guest on our show. And before you say anything, let me put my finger to your lips. And Yes, and please don't touch my lips. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll fine. I'll remove my finger. But it's pretty much like bullshit. And I will say for about an hour-long episode, mm-hmm. we record for two hours. And I will say, you might be wondering. Oh, my God. Yeah, you might be wondering like where that extra hour comes from. And it comes from us sitting around being like, okay, what next, what next, what next? Yeah. And so I was wondering if you wanted to do that with us. 
Um. Mm-hmm. And can I put my finger back on your lips? Yes, because it gives me an excuse not to answer. Wait, okay. Well, now I'm removing my finger because so now I you want, want you me to an- answer. Yeah, I want you to answer. See, I guess in this scenario, I would rather you put your finger on my lips than me have to answer. All right. Well, thank you, Scott. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. So that's how it's going to go. That's Ryan. how it's going to go. And if you couldn't tell, that was Scott Ackerman, okay? I wasn't trying to lay it on thick. This question comes from Kim. <laughs> Hi, Kevin and Yusong. Big fan of the podcast. Thank you. And for those who think we're going to skip over the compliments. <laughs> again thanks for doing it what class these two have i have two questions one serious and one not serious feel Mm -hmm. free to answer both either or neither kim let me just tell you yeah we are stretching the shit out of this show oh you better believe we're gonna answer both we're gonna answer both and before we started recording i said to kevin as follows kevin this might be a little overconfident for us to say but we can just riff on this right (laughs) i kind of was like uh, sure. Acting like I wasn't reading all these questions earlier. Um, nailing all of the names. Kim Ryan. Oh, he's got it nailed. My first question is related to anxiety. Uh. I appreciate your candidness talking about mental health. You're welcome. And I'm going to interrupt you right there and say, that really wasn't the plan mm-hmm. for this show. We were just like, let's just talk about the stuff we talk about when we get coffee. Right. And I guess apparently that was mental yeah. health. My anxiety causes me to have nearly constant self-doubt and want to apologize constantly. Uh, Me too. I know. This is, uh, Kim, this was another question I wanted to bring up on the previous episode as Mm -hmm. Yusong was talking exactly about this. Right. Um, Apologize constantly in case I have offended, parentheses. I won't apologize in case this question is too personal, end parentheses, and wonder if you struggle with that too and how you combat it. So I'll get to the second question later, because first let's jump into this. Okay, I will say, this is a good piece of advice. Mm -hmm. One foot at a time, lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. This is my second piece of advice. Yeah. You can say instead of, sorry, thank you. You can just replace- I love that. Dude, it's, I I didn't come up with this, okay? Wait, actually, can we edit that really quick? Yeah. I came up with this. You came up with I this? I came up with this. And Whoa. it's a strategy. I knew it. Yeah, and I, it's a strategy only I and yeah. now listeners of Maybe you Don't will know. Where it's just like, uh, sorry if this, you know, file isn't the, the right format. You can just be like. Um, thank you, this file isn't the right format. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like, thank you and let me know if. You need anything. You need any changes or whatever. Like, that's a really smart one. You can just try to substitute in "thank you," like instead of like "sorry, this is late." Being like "thanks for your patience." That's a huge one. Yeah, and honestly, it really is a challenge. I I made a very small mistake. Very small. I have to emphasize mistake at work, and you ruffled Conan's hair. I did, and he said, "I never want to see you again." And I said, "Thank you." Um. But I didn't apologize. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, should I have? Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I, I think there's just something about constantly, I feel like I'm a person who constantly apologizes. And I, it took everything in my being to not do it. Yeah. Because I feel like I am a person who constantly apologizes. Um, so, I think realize when you're about to do it because yeah. it'll probably it's just like second nature for you where you're just never not apologizing for sure. if you're like us. So be aware of like when you 
are going to and when you feel yourself about to. And, you know, sometimes you can just sit in silence Mm -hmm. uh, and not apologize. Yeah, it's not your job to entertain everyone always. Also, want to say, this is kind of unrelated, but also maybe related. Try not to use- I owe you 50 bucks. Yeah, Kevin, please. My revenue requests- they have been ignored. Yeah. Um, I, the first time you send an email with periods instead of exclamation marks, you will get a thrill that rivals none other. Yeah. You're, all, you're all business. It's BDE, big diplomatic energy, okay? And it, just try it. I swear to God. At first, you'll be like, wait, am I coming off as cold? And then you're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's it, awesome. It makes you sound more confident. Be, yeah. Going off of that, it's something about like it is it's confidence. Yeah. Um. It it's like stop. It's stopping. Um. Kind of caring about, and it sounds mean. It really does. But mm. I. But it's. I promise you, it's not because, Kim, you're smart enough to know the difference between when you should apologize for something. Yeah. I.e., I knew, yesterday, the mistake I made didn't really warrant an apology. Right. Um, whereas if I ruffled Conan's hair, probably would have to throw him the S word. Right. Sorry. And I will say, Kim, you're probably smart enough to know that, but you're not smart enough to realize that you should have turned this podcast off long, long ago. Yeah, and that's your mistake. And that's your mistake. Her other question is, what is your favorite place to eat in Los Angeles? Don't answer yet because I know what you want to say. Mm-hmm. I want to visit soon, and I'm overwhelmed by the options. Should we say our answer at the same time? Wait, what's our answer? Oh. Where we were talking about going after this. One, two, three. Chipotle. Chipotle. Okay. Well, okay. There's <laughs> if you if you're not um um Koreatown's really great. You honestly can't Korea go Town's wrong amazing. if you just yelp anywhere in Koreatown. Um so is Monterey Park if you're into Chinese food. And Highland Park. Yes. Great choices there. Yes. Hollywood, so so. Yeah. Um City City, honestly. So so the West Side. If you're staying in the West Side, great. Yeah. It's not worth driving an hour yes. for a okay meal. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably upsetting a lot of people. And yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. This question comes from a highly respected person in the comedy community, Spencer Crittenden. Holy shit. I hey, know, Spencer. Right? What's up? Did I say his last name right? Yes. I never said it out loud. Um, where do you guys get your ideas from? From Spencer. Thanks very much. Really appreciate it. You asking. Well, Kevin, watch me for a second. Big smirk. <laughs> watch me for a second. <laughs> That's me. Going through your ideas? Pushing back the curtain to reveal how we can Oh, I was going through my list of ideas that I keep on a, like, um, old-fashioned Rolodex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically, Kevin and I, after 10 episodes, 10 plus episodes of not knowing what we're doing. Almost 20. Almost 20. We're like, okay, each week. And if this kills the magic for you, I'm going to need you to stop listening right now and maybe skip ahead five minutes. Each week. Sorry, Spencer. <laughs> sorry. No, I just meant the royal you. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, um, each week, we both come in with a topic of conversation, a bit idea. A perfectly executed a monologue perfectly joke. perfectly executed monologue joke. Perfect high class comedy, high art comedy. Mm-hmm. And... A, a third thing, whether it's like a, sh- a fourth thing, whether it's like a short story or a song idea or anything else. Yeah, the fourth thing is normally something we're spending time on. Like we're definitely spending time on 
outside of yeah. the studio, mm-hmm. of the recording. I mean, all, all of this is we're spending outside, but you song stories, for example, or like um, some characters that I've done, or like mm-hmm. um, like a short story I've written. It, it's to the point where it's like, okay, this is obviously not just for the podcast. Yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. where you're proud of, and like with yourself, like you you post um, because it's not just like. Oh, this is just a little bit for the podcast. Right. Um, So, yeah, I think it's, yeah, for the bits, or sorry, for that, it's like uh, almost like personal thing that I've been working on, that Yusong's been working on, that we want to bring and share on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, For conversations in particular, um, I I do a few different things. Sometimes, and you probably can't tell because it's, it never is this, but like, I like to read articles and headlines and stuff just like about Mm -hmm. what's happening in the news and this show obviously never feels like it's newsy but sometimes just like reading we do feel like we're the newsies and we are too yeah we we are newsies Mm -hmm. or like we're two news anchors and Mm -hmm. we do dress up and kind of and uh, you bring it over to you song for the sports oh the sports are going well today hey thanks you song bye so yeah that's a pretty normal thing that we do i will i will say for like and um uh, bless your soul for uh, bless your soul imaginary audience member for even asking me this question but like when I used to do stand up in college and stuff or mm-hmm. even sketch all of my ideas came from wow I'm experiencing a really strong emotion right now why and then you either put that scenario in the best or the worst possible yeah, situation that, and then that's yeah for sure that that's a huge thing I, I think that is the first thing that we normally bring for mm-hmm. conversations is like Hey, I had a breakthrough in therapy, or yeah. I had like a breakthrough in life, or a change in life. Um, so I think that's kind of the first thing. Like, did anything big or interesting happen this week? If so, that's what's discussed. If not, um, because it would be kind of scary if we were having major changes <laughs> in our life every week. Um, I do a few different things. Yeah, like going through different like articles, just trying to get like inspired by what's happening in the world for better or for worse, or like like improv style yeah. random word generator. I'm like, yeah, what does plumbing make me think of? And sometimes absolutely nothing to do with plumbing, but mm-hmm. it's a stepping stone to sometimes a conversation. One last one that we still sometimes do. Um, I really get a kick out of Googling conversation starters yeah. because although we don't, I don't think we do it so literally. It's fun talking to someone you feel close to about a type of conversation that you would have when you're meeting someone for the first time. For sure. So like saying like, um, saying to you song, like what's a place you would never go to or just like weird. A con- party. Exactly. And then we Outside. do like a killer song about killer. it. Killer. Um, yeah. Could you imagine if we wrote like our version of the game or instead of like how to pick up other people, it's just like how to function. Drop off other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Spencer. I hope we answered Thank your question. Thank you. This is from M. Hi, maybe don't boys. Heard y'all want questions. You both have talked about being the type to overwork yourself or being overinvested in your jobs. I've worked in the arts my whole career where you're criminally underpaid, but your passion for the work is supposed to make up for your lack of income. Yeah. How can I stop obsessing over my job off the clock when my employers expect it? Or should I ollie into the corporate world? And no. S- mm-hmm. Instead of those buku bucks and that sweet, sweet work-life balance. Thanks, friends. M. Thank you, M. 
Um, so you heard your song's answer. <laughs> I will say, I'm not good at this yet. And I this is not helpful advice. But sometimes I just go, fuck it. Like, I can't do it tonight. Yeah. I can't do it tonight. Mm-hmm. I can't. And that's how I stop. You can't do it to, like with like the art. Like, or you, just like working cr- off creative. hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's just like, no. For sure. Absolutely not. I, I am, uh, I do that all the time. Leah and I were just talking about this where yeah. I have a a Sunday where I, I, I work 10 hours yeah. after doing the Monday through Saturday. Right. And and I'm, I find that exact moment, whether it's at four o'clock or 9 p.m. or one in the morning where my brain just goes, we are done. Mm-hmm. And it's, not, it's often not a... Oh, I'm leading up to it. It just kind of like hits me out of nowhere. Yeah. And I just like close laptop, go outside for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yes, to answer to answer your question, you know, people people ask this feels similar to the like, hey, I'm moving to LA. Should I be a waiter or should I do, you know, should I only do acting jobs? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously you have to pay your bills. Um, and if you can't then then it's over you know like right. then you lost basically um i will say uh mo- shifting to corporate life you can for better and for worse get comfortable in that and maybe over time just shift to like hey what's so wrong with this where your career in the arts mm-hmm. shifts into a hobby of the arts mm-hmm. um and so i think it's just like asking yourself at the end of the day what do you want to do like if you want this to be a career you know is there a way you could do like part time at a corporate job yeah uh, for sure however shifting to corporate and then i mean like what you song and i were talking about you come home after working all day yeah. and you really it's very hard to have the energy to then be like, okay, and now I want to start working on this thing that I care about, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I, I would say, you know, keep doing what you're doing. It's, you know, if it's what you care about, then just remind yourself that, that like you're doing a good thing in the world and, and people value it and you should value it. Yeah. This isn't, look, this isn't, you know, friggin' pod save, whatever. But mm-hmm. Canada, uh, parts of Canada, Ugh, those guys. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but I will say like, and I know this isn't what you meant. Also, like the chips are stacked against you. L.A. rent is astronomically high. Oh, if I don't you, I don't know if this person is moving to. LA. No, I know. I know. Yeah. But as in like, if you can't pay your bills here in L.A., I also understand. Sure. Like, yeah, I totally understand. Um I will also say, like, I think this was a video essay about how to adjust to failure or something or how to, like, uh, deal with failure. I want to watch that. And I think it, like, definitely... Wait, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) I think it definitely brought up an interesting point. I want to say this very, very softly because I don't think it was delivered in quite this way, but it was, like, this desire to work 24-7, this desire to, like, success at all costs, et cetera, et cetera, Maybe don't classify that as Maybe a virtue. <laughs> Maybe don't classify that as a virtue, but rather think of it as kind of like a mental illness. Like this desire to work all the time and to save, 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 and to, you know, hoard basically. Um, maybe just consider that like something that you have to combat just as one would have to combat anxiety. Anxiety. I mean, that's yeah. really what it is. Like that's what I and again, neither of us are saying like this is that's what you have. Right, like right, right. Uh, that's like you know your first sentence. Like both of you describe yourself as like overworking. Uh, 
it's an issue. Like yeah. it's not a thing that I don't think either of us are like proud of. I think mm-hmm. it comes out of insecurity that we're not doing a good enough job. Yeah, for sure. It's a super millennial mindset of like always have to make other people happy. Like, mm-hmm. um, and, and just immediately sacrificing like yeah, your, just your sacrifice own, yourself. Yeah, yeah, no matter your what, well being. Yeah. Um. So like. The, the the work life balance I think will be the like the never ending struggle. Yeah. As someone who you say like works in the arts your whole career, uh, that's so difficult because it is like it's a eternal gray area, mm-hmm. right? Because it's your arts your career kind of feels like your personal life because you are expressing your personal life. Right. I imagine uh, or like your passion through your career. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like clocking in and out, it's like, okay, I've left the job at Staples or whatever. Like right. it's very obvious when you're like taking off the uniform or whatever, uh, or, you know, business clothes that like, okay, I'm done. And now it's time to work on the arts. So yeah, it's, it's definitely very difficult, but short term goal, I would say is like try journaling, like kind of like writing out your thoughts can kind of help, it's the one thing that my therapist says a lot that I don't really, not that she says a lot. She's not like trying to like tell me what to do and stuff, mm-hmm. but I, I really do try to ask for like advice, like practical Kevin, stuff. Kevin, can you tell her not to be in the room while we record? It's really. She, well, she's glaring at you because she thinks you're like a bad uh, energy in mm-hmm. my life. And so I was like, see for yourself. And it's awkward, I will say. And yeah. Um, but anyway, I think, you know, short term, like, try writing some things out just it might be a little more obvious as you see like when i because i did this a few years ago when i was like journaling i was like all i'm talking about is this so maybe Mm -hmm. i should be focusing more on this um but you know if you lean toward more like stability like fear of not having stability moving to more of like a corporate gig might feel more comfortable or you know really trying to spend time on finding is there a middle ground like, is there a job that maybe isn't corporate per se, but it is artistic, but it does have that stability, you know, and I'm sure that's what you've been doing your whole life. However, I don't know. There's probably other jobs that you can feel like you're putting your arts in that maybe isn't the the art that you're doing right now, but it's like art adjacent. Right. Because, yeah, I mean – I've seen like a lot of people, very, very close friends of mine. Oh yeah, I'm just doing this, you know, job on the side and have been doing it for six years and just refuse to leave it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, unfortunate, but uh, they're making great money and that's very hard to say no to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, best of luck, Em. And, and keep us posted too. Like maybe send us a follow-up in a couple months. Yeah, soft suggestion turn off your phone on the weekends just for a little bit an hour at a time and i will say as someone who hosts a show with you on the weekends stop doing that (laughs) hey this comes from trace suaver it's at t-r-a-c-e-s-a-u-v-e-u-r at trace suaver hey maybe don't fam maybe do answer this question (laughs) who do you think you you think you could just come in here with a killer joke and just fucking upstage us like that? Who the fuck do you... Sorry. Delete. Yeah. Moving is intimidating for most people, but moving to LA seems especially stressful. All right, this is a good segue into the last thing. Mm. And as someone who wants to work in entertainment, I'm surely going to have to embark on that journey after graduation. Any advice on adjusting do's, don't do's? Thanks. 
Y'all are both handsome. Oh. Putting that up on the wall. Print. Um, so yeah, pretty similar. I guess we could have combined these, even though I don't think M's moving. I will say I moved here to LA mm-hmm. just not realize I didn't think about it, which is in hindsight really, really dumb. That's wild. Like I moved here alone after college, just out of necessity because I knew the industry was here. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, man, I don't have anyone, like, I don't have any friends. And yeah. it's taken, like, a lot of, like, reminding from my SO. She's like, hey, this is, you know, this is, like, a big thing. like For sure. Um, it's huge. It's life-changing. And so, in hindsight, yeah, definitely, like, if you have people you can reach out to, reach yeah. out to them 100%. That was a game-changer for me. Yeah. My cousin's husband used to live here mm-hmm. and was like very generously said, Hey, I have two very close friends that still live out there. Let's do a weekend. Mm-hmm. And so him and I flew to LA, um, like a year before I moved out here and they kind of gave, okay, so this is Santa Monica. This is like the West side. And then let's go to Hollywood and see the, and, and they did the, like, you know, all the cliche stuff, but then showed me, like this is Paramount. This is Warner Brothers. This is you know, and I have like a, a meeting with someone too. Um, if you can do like a trip, just so you can kind of get your bearings a little bit before mm-hmm. you move out, I think that will be really helpful. And if you already have done that, just keep like keep researching and googling. Um, about people's different experiences. That's hilarious that I'm, my advice is like, look at other people's shit. But I will say, I felt comfortable and confident when that day finally came because I knew that I was like, you know, unlike unlike you, I was doing a lot of prep going into it mm-hmm. so that when it happened, I felt probably more comfortable than I should have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just moving to a state I've only been to once. But that anxiety kind of fueled me to be like, okay, then like what happens when this? And then like, yeah, like what's Glendale? Like, where's that? And, and like just constantly like hearing people's stories about it, talking to people, like calling friends that lived in LA, asking what their experiences were like. There's something about getting as much information as possible um, that f- really does boost your confidence when you make a huge move. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say to that effect, to add some information to the pile, LA proper is still very difficult for me even now. Um, if anything feels very too LA, it's like, I don't like that. And so I'm very, very fortunate that there's sub communities such as Koreatown or like, um, Monterey park or, uh, mostly those two actually, but, um, Alhambra, there are like other parts of LA that feel less LA if you don't. For sure. I moved to K town after my first month and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I immediately was like, oh, okay, I feel good. This is a really cool spot. Uh, another thing I'll say, and then we'll move on. Um, go to like, uh, I think there's like an app called like meetup. Mm-hmm. That's like just different clubs. So for like myself joining the upright citizens brigade, like comedy crew, I immediately felt like a, a group and a connection Mm -hmm. that other people I knew who moved to LA did not actively try to find friends Mm -hmm. and left because they felt like they just missed 
you know, one of the many downsides of social media, you're just constantly saying, oh, yep, all my friends back home are still having fun and moving on with their lives and felt upset and moved back. Mm-hmm. Um, so like finding different, like a volleyball club or like, um, you know, color me mine or something like different events, uh, or like a social gathering. I don't know. Yeah. Parties is what the kids call them. These parties days. is what the kids call them. Uh, that I hope to experience one one day. Yeah. You know, a boy can dream. I think that that was a big thing for myself was like, I immediately had a, I, I moved out, uh, moved to LA, took a class Immediately, some guy was like, hey, you know, uh, I want to grab a beer after. Do you want to come with? And I was like, uh, sure. And then incredible person, and, you know, still close to today. So I think. It's cool you met Paul F. Tompkins that way. That's how I met him. Yeah. So best of luck, Trey. Similarly, like keep us posted. Like let us know how the move goes. Thank um, you for the question. Just really quick story and then we'll move on. I moved to L.A., the place I had had bed bugs. It rained that weekend. I bought a car. The car died. And that whole time, I was like, well, it will only get better. Yeah. Because I had so much shitty stuff happen that I think a lot of people would have been like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm out. But try to stay optimistic. Staying positive during that first year will make or break you. Yeah. Okay, this question comes from Matt. What are your favorite video games? Do you have a favorite console? Will Kevin ever make an appearance on Yusong's Twitch channel? I love that. We've talked about it before. Yeah. We would love for that to happen. For sure. I think the issue is like, I have a job and Mm -hmm. Yusong does too. Yeah. Uh, Favorite game, Final Fantasy X, probably. Favorite console, I've been loving the Switch lately. Yeah. Either Switch or PC. What are you playing on PC? Just like everything else. Hitman, right? A yeah. lot. Yeah. What else are you playing besides Hitman on there? Uh, Did you get Untitled Goose Game for Switch? I got Untitled Goose Game for Switch. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, Actually, it's just like the little things like Slay the Spire, Minecraft, like all the all the like PC stuff, the non-Nintendo stuff, Yeah. basically. Yeah. Are there any games coming out that you're like looking forward to? Um, I thought I was gonna get Guigi's Mansion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because Guigi, are you kidding me? It's yeah, Gu no Luigi. Brainer. No brainer. Um, I haven't gotten that yet, nor have I gotten the latest Pokemon game yet, which is really sad. I heard that game is amazing. I heard it's amazing. There's a lot of controversy around it because Why? they didn't include all the Pokemon. They only included like a few number of Pokemon. Which is like, but people are really upset about it. And yeah. I get it. I get it. Because you're paying for like a console level game. Yeah. And there's so many things that like, you know. Do you think missing. there'll be like DLC though? Oh man, that'd be a great DLC addition, downloadable content for Pokemon. That's for such Pokemon, a yeah. Weird world. Um, yeah, I, I really hope so. Just so that yeah. the fans are happy. Yeah. I, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 for like what feels like a year because it has been. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been really fun, although it is still kind of an intimidating game because it's like you're rather doing 15 minutes or you're doing like two and a half hours. <laughs> um, I took a, I would say, eight-year break from video games. Mm-hmm. Um, I sold my Xbox when I was 16. That's weird. I was celibate for eight years. I took a break of, yeah, I took a celibacy. I wonder if it's related. Oh, maybe. Um, oh yeah. Oh, and I, when I wasn't having sex, that was because I was celibate. <laughs> um, so I sold my Xbox and, um, well, like three years ago, got a Wii U, not the Switch, mm-hmm. which was kind of stupid. 
and for Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And loved that, but played it poorly because I um I just played to the end. I didn't do any of the side quests and I beat the game in like a week and everyone was like, You moron. That's not how you're supposed to play it. <laughs> That's what I did too. Um and then like a year later, sold maybe a year and a half, two years later, sold the Wii U and got a PS4 for Spider-Man. Yeah. Now that has been one of my best video game experiences probably in the last decade. Mm-hmm. And I immediately felt, because I was nervous. Like, I wasn't a big gamer. Even I think maybe why I got the Wii U, because it was like, I knew it was going to suck. <laughs> and I knew I wouldn't be like, well, I'm spending six hours a day playing video games. Right. But then getting the PS4, I was like, okay, I'm I'm getting in it. Yeah. Um, but Spider-Man was so much fun. I like 100%ed it. Um, which took a while, but I loved it. Um, and then from there got Red Dead, and then like a month and a half ago got the Switch. Let's go. And got um Mario Odyssey and then Astral yeah. Chain. Both very different games, but very fun. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous we're gonna do two hours on video games, but thanks, Matt. I hope that answered your question. Okay, uh, maybe we'll do like one or two more. Uh this is from now, I see your names in the email, so I want to be careful and make sure that, like, if you have a different thing. So that's why I'm going slow. All right, this question comes from Alice. Hi, my question is, can you be friends with an ex? If so, how? Thanks very much. P.S. Enclosed are my cats. Just because animals are cute, Callie is the gray one, Barnacle is the white one. <laughs> now, you song can't see it because the laptop's facing me, but mm-hmm. I will just tell you, both of these cats are so cute. Mm. And uh, good job, Alice. Now, I've thought about this question, <laughs> yeah. but I want to hear your answer first. Can I, you be friends with an ex? I honestly, I haven't had <laughs> the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> After my first relationship, I'll let you know. No, I think that like at best, yeah. you can be cordial. Yeah. As in like, hey, I'll occasionally like a tweet. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Um, Polite. Polite. I, I think the friends thing, I will say if it's like an immediate thing where you like had one date mm-hmm. or like, you know, one like flirtatious conversation, and then you realize it wouldn't work out, but it was only like kind of explicitly said, yeah. then you can be friends. It's like, oh shit, we chose the wrong door. Yeah. I'll just be friends instead. Well put. Um, But otherwise, I think just from the nature of breakups, it's hard to, it's hard to do that. It is very hard. You know, when I first saw this, my first thought was no. Mm-hmm. However, there, and, and, I, and I think you're, you're putting it well. It, <laughs> Thank tr- you. It, tr- it truly depends mm-hmm. on the scenario. Some people you meet and you are better off as friends. Like mm-hmm. you, um, and now, and part of that, the complicated area with it is like, how long were you dating? Mm-hmm. Like, did you date four years and now you're going to try to be friends? Like, uh, that might be kind of complicated, but if you went on a few dates and it's like, you know, I kind of just like hanging out with you. I don't yeah. think we have like chemistry, <laughs> but I would like to keep hanging out with you. And these are the words that Kevin said to me. Do you smell that? It smells incredible in here. It smells like someone is making barbecue behind me. Wait, do you, are you being serious right now? Yeah. Oh, I have what like a genuinely fuck? bad sense of smell, so I can't smell anything. It smells like so. We are. This place is rather going to light on fire, yeah. or someone is making like steak behind me. Mm, Scott Ackerman. Did I tell you I haven't eaten today? <laughs> okay. Anyway, 
I had another story with this. Oh, and then one personal story with this that I don't think I've talked about on the show before. Um, but I, like two years ago, went through a pretty bad breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, we only dated for a couple months. It was pretty short. But um, the issue that I ran into quickly was that she was, I guess, under the impression after she dumped me that we would still be friends. Mm-hmm. And I was not ready for that. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> I guess I would say if you dump someone, respect their space mm-hmm. and just be mindful, which is, I think is, you know, Alice, I think it's great that you're asking this because it is this weird territory where like at the end of the day, be mindful of what the other person wants. Mm-hmm. So like, basically I had to explain like, Hey, I'm not comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like then a, a second wave of difficult conversations of yeah. like, um, yeah, it would be cool to be friends. It would also be, you know, at that time, it'd be cool if we were still dating. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that was like very awkward and very difficult. Would you say those conversations were more or less enjoyable than recording Maybe Don't? I'd say they're about the same. Um, but yeah, I guess to answer like TLDR, it depends. Mm-hmm. If it was brief and light, then yes. But, uh, you know, if you were, if it was pretty serious, mm-hmm. maybe, but be careful. Also think about like, you know, when you're dating the uh, another person, yeah. think about how that they might feel. They n- might not be oh, super cool if, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, my ex is swinging by, whatever. Like, think a lot of times people rightfully so are pretty uncomfortable if mm-hmm. um their partner their boyfriend or girlfriend um is um t- friends with their ex mm-hmm. but again it all depends right and if this is because barnacle has been dating around look yeah if we get it. if barnacle is like had a thing with Callie, but like they're right you know uh, right. one of them's interested in someone else yeah it might be a little awkward might be a little around. awkward Okay, last question because it's literally the last one we have. Mm-hmm. This is from John, who's been a big supporter of the show. What would happen if Kevin and Yusong were to switch bodies for a day, Freaky Friday style? I realize this is a fairly open-ended question, but I'm intrigued nonetheless. <laughs> I'd walk up to Scott Ackerman, and you know what I'd say? I'd grab him by the collar and be like, hey, Listen, good job! <laughs> You'd compliment him. Listen, punk, keep it up! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grabbing someone by the collar to compliment them is great. Hmm. Well, I think it would be stressful for both parties. It'd be very, very stressful. I think we'd have to set some ground rules with each other. Smart. Yeah, good idea. (laughs) No naked stuff. Yeah, no weird stuff. No naked stuff. Some? Some naked stuff. Some naked stuff. But not a lot of naked stuff. I think at the end of the day, when we switched back, both of us would be like, man, how are both of our penises smaller than the other? Simultaneously. How how are we both the smaller yeah. one? <laughs> and I think that's going to conclude this episode. Uh, thank you so much for everyone who asked questions. Uh, we are going to do this again soon. Um, unfortunately, in a couple weeks, I'm going to be out of town. And so we would love to do another one of these. Yeah. Uh, we loved all of your questions. So um, Thank you very much for your questions. Ask um, at maybe don't pod at gmail.com 
and we're going to save a bunch up, and then in a couple weeks, we'll do another one of these. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, and if you include a joke in your email that's like 10 times better than anything we've ever said, or we'll, we'll cut ha- it out. We'll cut it out, okay? Don't even friggin' try. Just All right. kidding. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.